Hey guys, this is Mo Sider from the Detroit Red Wings. You guys listen to Lockdown Red Wings. You're Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Locked On Red Wings podcast. Today is Monday, April 26, 2021. Uh, not a lot of confidence in that one. We got a, no, a, a Red Wings Stars hockey game to talk about. We got to talk about Jamie Benn ending Dylan Larkin's season and why Jamie Benn is a complete piece of trash. And then we're also going to talk about uh, the things that we're going to miss about the end or about this Red Wings season coming to an end because uh, as bad as this team has been at times, I've been so thankful uh, that they've been back because, you know, like the, 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 the summer, the off season, whatever you want to call it, like it was so long. I would have given anything just to watch a seven to two loss. And then you get jaded pretty quick once it's back. I think a lot of sports are like that, but uh, have found that uh, with the Red Wings specifically, that is uh, kind of something that happens pretty quickly, especially because uh, of what happened last season. So we're going to take the time today to appreciate and to tell you what to appreciate uh, as the season comes down to an end. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com right now. Use the promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off of your next order. Let's get into the breaking news. We probably could have done an emergency. Uh... Introduce us. Oh, I am Detroit sports editor. What is this? Good job, Ethan. Look at Ethan bringing the energy. (laughs) Only angry energy in the intros. Do you want to hear my name? I am Detroit sports editor Noel Bianchi. With me today, as always, is longtime Red Wings fan. Hey, what's going on? Kidney Stone survivor, Ethan Smith. Ethan, we're going to move right into Scotty. Don't need to hear what Ethan has to say. We also have Detroit Sports Encyclopedia, host of the Bentley Show, and our co-host here at the Lockdown Red Wings podcast, Scotty Bentley. What's going on, Scotty? You know, same. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this one. I like the I like the remembrance. Just to talk about what we're going to miss. I like that. Um, yeah, I'm doing pretty well. Shout and out to producer Brian. Oh, Shout you know, it was so I literally this is and for like people that don't like the sport, it's so mind numbing to them. I literally watched probably like 15 hours of baseball this weekend. That is quite literally what I did. Nice. A lot of good pitching matchups. Cole Bieber is fun. Fun weekend. Have you been doing any of the uh, MLB The Show or anything like that? Uh, no, because I want to – I'm saving up. I'm, like, borderline about to get a next-gen console, and I oh, don't want to nice. just buy – like, I'm not going to buy it now for no the point. old one I have, right? So I'm, like, I'm like I'm getting close. I'm, like, right there. So, yeah, we're, we're almost there. We're almost there. Then it's – my life's just going to be <laughs> – it's, it's going to be over. My, my social life's going to deteriorate once that happens. Nolan, how is the uh, roster going? So I have some bad news on that front because oh, no. so I actually, oh, no. okay. So like, I, I'm going to like do it, uh, but I was just like creating them and then exporting them to the free agent pool, assuming that I could just like trade them on to whatever team at any time. They were not in the free agent pool. I haven't been able to find them. I like looked it up and none of the solutions that I found online, like were working. And so I have to save and export them. Um, mm. But I made like, I literally, so I started all over again and I put about, uh, 
honestly, because like I've been putting a lot of effort into these to make sure they look semi, you know, like the people they're supposed to represent. So like the sure. the Philip Peronic one took me like an hour, hour and a half. Just trying to get that right. Uh, but it's oh fine. God. No, it's fine. It's fine. These things happen at like 3.34 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, okay. This, this is what our parents meant when they said nothing good ever happens after 3 a.m. Um, yes. So yeah, that's how that's been going. But I, I did get somebody tweet me, uh, Phil. Uh, he said, hey, can you export that roster when it's done? Like, I that is it. the plan. That is the plan. To export so the roster yeah. when it's, it's done. Be electric. Red Wings fans can, and then they'll be the Detroit hockey or baseball Red Wings. Uh, nice little <laughs> Detroit player. baseball uh, Red Wings. <laughs> Scott's, Scott's joke there. Yeah, we got to talk about go. Jamie Ben, fellas. Uh, Jamie Ben ended the captain season. Um, I don't think anybody really saw why at the time or, or why maybe Larkin wasn't playing in that Thursday game. Uh, but then we got wind on Friday from Jeff Blaschel that Bill Larkin's season is done. Franz Nielsen's season is done. And uh, Tyler Bertuzzi's, I, I can't remember when they announced that, uh, just to be sure. Tyler season is officially done too. Uh, and it was a, a real, real shitty Shocker. hit by Jamie Baden. I didn't think uh, it was that it dirty. Was, it was a cross check to the back of the neck while he was looking straight down. He shouldn't have been looking at the ice. He <laughs> just took a face off. It was after the face off. I mean, that still like that. Dylan doesn't... was trying to tackle him into the ice and it was. Am I I'm surprised that it was like that? It he wasn't... popped right back up and like with yeah. a scrappy back. I'm surprised that like in the moment, like you said, I didn't. Yeah, it was like a stone was, like, cold hurt. stunner. That's, he that's popped the right natural... back up and started swinging. Yeah, just like... like just like a stone cold stunner. I mean, you ever I see mean, somebody I get stunned? They hit the ground and then sometimes, I mean, shit, they're flopping across the ring like a fish. Yeah, not last night in the uh, Usman Masvidal one. That one, he he was out like a light. That one, but yeah, yeah, that was. No, I was I was surprised that it was that. I mean, like. It, that big of an injury. I mean, there's no point in Larkin to play if he's even remotely hurt. So, like, it's probably not that big of a deal, but, you know, I'm with praying, six games left yeah, or whatever. But I'm praying it didn't fracture a disc or something like that because that'll be, that would suck. That could be really bad. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully that didn't happen. Exactly. And that's the type of injury that can happen in, in that sort of scenario. It's also not like Jamie Ben deserves the benefit of the doubt. Like, Jamie Ben, the I've, worst Ben. Just, yeah, just bona fide piece of shit. The um, worst one. And uh, Wait, you, like, don't this like, is, you don't like Jamie at all? No, absolutely no. not. We've like talked about this before. Like I remember last year in the playoffs, like I was just going off. It's not that I like, I didn't have any. Uh, like I, I never really had anything concrete against him. I'm just like, who gives a shit about Jamie Ben and the Dallas stars? And I honestly, I still feel that way. Like, I, like genuinely who cares? Shocked they haven't had Sagan all year and they're still in somewhat of a position to be where they are. I yeah. I mean, Jamie had that one good year and fair enough, but I mean, yeah, I mean, maybe not necessarily the best best guy. I mean, he's got hey guys, he's got the captain skill, so he doesn't have that gift of gab. So I, I it might be a more maybe he's like just he's look a, at him, he's like hockey Dan Belzieri. What a comparison. <laughs> Can you could you explain that comparison a little bit more? Just look at him. He's got a big beard and he's a douchebag. I mean, I don't that's about as far as it goes. Okay. Because <laughs> he's, he's got a beard and he's a douchebag. I mean, come on. Okay. Are... <laughs> I mean, I got got else. I yeah, not I got that's a good sure, one. Okay. Sure. Sure. Uh, all in all, I mean, 
I guess let's take it over to Larkin here for a second. Uh, what do you guys think about, you know, just his season kind of coming to an end, didn't have the uh, – I, I don't think that like this season for him was really one of his best. Like it was kind of unfortunate. Uh, the team took a step forward. Uh, the team did not look good a lot of nights, despite the fact that their record is much better than last year. But I, I didn't think that there were uh, a ton of moments where Dylan Larkin looked like uh, just a, a game breaker in a game. And I think that, and I think he's capable of that. And I think, I don't know, you know, what it was this season. Maybe it was just the roster makeup that, you know, didn't allow him uh, to get a lot of these opportunities or whatever it may be. Uh, But it just felt like the, the, the lightning in a bottle that he sometimes catches wasn't necessarily there this season. Okay. Like his most, his most electric play was coast to coast and then a dish to Fabry, which would like, which is not a knock on his best play at all. But like, how many times did he do that this year? How many times did he take it coast to coast and finish, you know, like, do you know. guys, do you guys think at his age that we need to start coming to the realization that this man is not necessarily going to be your one a up the middle? No, and and he's not going to, he's, he's not going to necessarily be that guy. He's who will, really be the person that when he steps on the ice, he's going to be taking over games. Like we, people are still kind of pumping him up to be that future person, but I don't, I'm starting to get the, the feeling that it's, it's more of a second line two way player, which isn't, isn't bad. If you could pay it like Patrice Bergeron is the same way in Boston. And if you can pair him up with pasta and Marshawn, like he has, he becomes that person. So in an instance where he's going to be that type of player, it's 100% fine, but I'm thinking in, he's just not necessarily where people want him to be. And I don't think he'll ever get there. I, I want to disagree with that real quick because oh, I agree. I, I, I don't, I don't actually, sorry. I don't, I actually agree with you because I don't, I think that people have already realized that. Like I realized that a while ago. But Patrice Bergeron and really? Dylan Larkin play do two very different types of games. And Dylan Larkin can take over a game with his speed at times. Like it's, you've seen it many times. And I'm not saying that uh, I, I, I've said before on it when they're contenders, I hope he's not the number one center on this team. Um, unless he's doing like playing defense at like an elite, elite level. Uh, but I just think that with his skill set, like he is capable of producing those moments. And I'm not saying that we should expect it all the time, but I do think that they should come around every now and then. Okay. Um, Scott, really quick before you get to your point, I, I'm you guys worried about the fact that we don't have anywhere close to a number one potential center and that we could be looking at a Rasmussen Valino Larkin lineup down the middle, unless we sign a stud free agent. Is that because obviously like Elias Pettersson? I have a, yeah. I have a, I have a, I was doing okay. some, I made a hypothetical uh, okay. line combo for next season. He looks I super I, I'll, I'll share it later on in the week. <laughs> yeah. I made Elias Pettersson's in it. So, <laughs> I mean, that'd be great. I, it just, I, I, are you guys not worried about that at all? No, not that, really. I don't you think you need a number one center to win a Stanley Cup, guys. Yeah, of course. Right, They'll get sure. one. Like, they only have a line. They, <laughs> Yeah, but in two years, they're not just going to have just a line. Next year, they won't have just a line. Yeah, okay, go out and get one. You have plenty. Like, that's the thing is, like, you are – the way Steve Eisenman is setting this up is so that you can essentially fix anything you need to without – or, like, you know, you can have that that 
salary cap space. Yeah. Kind of like we're seeing getting Colorado right now. 3.5 million like we did Bertuzzi this past year. Yeah, exactly. I think another thing like just trying to scare you guys. It's really hard for and this might just be the homer in me and like I'll fully admit that, but it's really hard for me to think that given the talent he that's around him that like this is his true like ceiling. Like I would like to think that Look if he Manta. was surrounded by right by even yeah. some remote talent that he could find another gear. But like uh and, and I think we did see it, you know, at times there were a couple three or four game stretches where he played really well, but his shooting percentage this year was awful. I feel like that will kind of water will find its level there in a sense. Um, and, and again, like I, I think, and it, it might just be the home run me truly. It might just be me being like wanting to hold out hope a little bit, but I would like to think that if he was surrounded by, by even like, I'm not asking for like, great, you know, just like some remotely competent, like consistent talent that, that his numbers would improve even more and, and that he could find another gear there. But yeah, it's definitely a conversation because he's, it's not like he's getting any younger. What, what do you guys think if even when he has that potential around him, what is he a point per game player? You think he put up 82 and 82? Like, where do you guys think his ceiling is, even if he has competent players on his line? I think we should answer this question on the other side of this break. Because I got to talk to the folks about 1010. This episode is brought to you by 1010, a capsule of collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs at fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive design uh, collection of 10 creative styles and diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Ring sure to bring joy into our life using diamonds only responsibly sourced from Botswana, Botswana, 10 female designer Botswana? design masters. I'm doing it. I'm doing a thing. 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring ideal for engagement mother's day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece is a perfect way to bring light into her life. They're available now through mother's day only on blue Just search the words 10 by 10, 10 B Y 10. That's 10 E N 10. This collection features high-quality, fine jewelry that will surprise and delight, and it's fairly pricey. You can give her something special, truly meaningful, and it won't break the bank. Uh, if you're on the hunt for the perfect gift, unique ring that she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out, and they won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. Samuelson holds it there and then twirls. Walker watching him as it came back to Lebda, and a shot, and This year, the Locked On Podcast Network is partnering with the Draft Network to cover the NFL Draft live. Get insight and analysis from Locked On local experts and the Draft Network's national experts. Subscribe to Locked On NFL YouTube page to watch live three-day coverage of the NFL Draft April 29th through May 1st. Uh, all right, Ethan, segment two here at the Locked On Red Wings Podcast. And Scotty, I said Ethan because he had a question uh, before we went to the break. Oh, it's fine, man. It's fine. That needs addressing. I'm sorry, Scott. I didn't mean to leave you out. You're, you know you're my number two, baby. I just want to tell you where Botswana is. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing a thing here. All right. Well, tell me <laughs> tell me after I tell the folks to go subscribe. Uh, it's the only way to make sure that you never miss an episode. Also, give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Red Wings. Where is Botswana, Ethan? It's south of, um, well, Zimbabwe. And it's just north of Southern Africa and it's in this Southern part of Africa. So there you go. Go get your, go get your 
Learn Julie. something new every day. From there. there you go. Yeah. Uh, can you restate the question that you asked before we headed off into break? Um, bow, 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 bow. That's right. okay. Um, something about you making Larkin, that sound. Point of, can Larkin be a point of game player? <laughs> yeah. There you can, go. That's can it right Larkin there. Sorry, I was thinking player. about. I was thinking about. Botswana, Southern, yeah. Southern Africa. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Botswana on the brain. Um, so yeah, where yeah, where's he gonna be even if he has pasta and Marshawn next to him in a hypothetical I, situation? I still think, and I, I do think Nolan has a point. I think I might still be more optimistic than a lot of Wings fans. I still think on a on like a team on a roster that is like a a second or third round playoff roster he is he can be a point of game player yes i think he can be the focal point of a i don't think he's not mcdavid obviously that's if you'd hear me out he's not like in the sense Thank of t- like a horrible roster and, and, and who was be... saying that he was mcdavid no Ethan, no you I'm, just don't okay. no no no, no, Ethan, no, no. Ethan said Dude, Thank nobody you. said he was no, no, you said thank you you're like, he's no, not going to no, be McDavid. No, no, no. And he like, goes, thank you. I just mean in the sense of like, that's just the first person that came to my head. Like, like no, no, it's not... Scott, you're, you're, you're. You well, he put the words in my mouth then. Because he said, well, he's not McDavid. Of course it. he's not McDavid. <laughs> okay, let's calm down. Right, Everybody yeah, calm yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, right. He's not. Hey, it's Monday. No, Jesus no comparison. Okay. To, I'm comparing him to no one. He's not a person that you can put on a, a horrible roster and can drag you out of it. He, he's not that level. I think that's clear because we're watching it. But I still do think that if he is surrounded by competent talent and, and good, like on a playoff roster, I still think he could be at very close to, if not still a point of game player. Yeah, 100% agree. I mean, you saw what he did in his rookie season with uh, playing on a line with Zetterberg and, you know, playing with Datsuk. I mean, the thing is, is like he, uh, his speed is like incredible. Like it's, it's, it's in the very, very top echelon of players in the NHL. And I think as he like starts to find, here's another thing too. The, the guys he was playing with, like he lost a lot of his finishers. Like Zadina hasn't been able to finish this year. He's been playing with Zadina a lot. Uh, Anthony Mantha wasn't able to finish a lot this year. He's playing with a lot with Mantha at the beginning of the year. He's Tyler Bertuzzi. None. Yeah, exactly. And he, and that kind of just Ryan Bertuzzi. Yeah. He's finished and Fabry played half the season with none. Yeah. Uh, Fabry was the other guy on on this team who could also has been without Bert for every, everything, but nine games this year as well. Exactly. Uh, and so when you look at all that, like, I, I think that this was a disappointing season for him, especially in the context of what the team accomplished. Cause like I said, they did take a step forward. You think he'd be a big part of that. And he was a big part of that, you know, defensively and, and stuff like that. But I would say just in terms of sheer production, I mean, 23 points, 44 games, uh, not bad at all, but, uh, the goal scoring specific, like the, the shot percentage was like alarmingly bad. Yeah. Like it's, and, and I do think, like I said earlier, I think water will find its level a little bit there, but like, that's obviously got to be the, probably the biggest disappointment for him. You know, what's not helping it too is the fact that Sam Gagner gets the most minutes per game of any forward on this godforsaken team. Yeah. But he's playing alongside Adam Ernie. So like what, he doesn't really have an excuse. I don't think Adam Ernie's on the roster guys. It's just us being playing the game of, Hey, we're going to try not to lose today, right? So let's right. put out our uh, shutdown unit for 20 minutes a night. And <laughs> we're, we're essentially playing a fourth line team or a fourth line against 
a team every single night to shut them down. And then we'll throw out Verana and Zadina for 15. You just cross between, your fingers. Between 12 you just cross 15, your fingers literally. and shut your eyes. Yeah. You know, for the entire time they're on the ice. You hear the door it's, open again. It, it's like, been like that. It was like that last year, too. I mean, there was one productive line. And if yeah, that line didn't 100%. do anything, the game, you were getting crushed. It was over. So, like, yeah. Uh, before we go into our last segment, talking about things we are going to miss and want to appreciate about the Red Wing season in the moment. Uh, any thoughts on <laughs> the game on Saturday night? The Red Jonathan Bernier makes 50 saves the Red Wings lose to a desperate stars team two to one in overtime. Dennis Chalowski deserves some props uh, that the moment of the weekend right there. If you ask me, uh, he, he kind of walks in fire. Like you could not have had, he could not have placed that puck more perfectly. Like it just, you know, like when it drops, so like hits the bar and it just goes sideways and you're like, Oh no, did that cross the goal line? Like that was my original thought. And it was just an absolute snipe. And then it was like the, uh, if you, if you were taking a shot, it's just like the, the T between the crossbar and the post. And it's just, it's such an, it was such an elite shot that it doesn't even get sick to watch when you're watching it in slow-mo. Like it's just such a beautiful shot. You could have Martin Brodeur in that net and he's not stopping that, you know, just absolutely beautiful. Beauty, beauty. And that's kind of how I felt too about the uh, the Jamie Bengal. It was a, it was very disappointing to end the game that way. Like after Jamie Ben ends your captain season, after taking this team to overtime, and like it was a very boring game. So like the shot. I mean, I, I'm sure everybody who was listening to this podcast watched the game or, or kept along with it in some capacity. But it was like shots were like forty something to six, and at one point, like it was just crazy. And then the Red Wings actually held them without a shot for like the last five and a half minutes of the game going to overtime and uh, Jamie Ben, I'm so sick of them losing in overtime on two on ones. Like it's, it doesn't matter how it happens. It doesn't matter. It's, been like every what, single like it's overtime just, loss. it's every time you're just like, Oh no. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, there you go. That sucks. At least they got a point out of it. Hey, there we go. Uh, All right. Got to talk to the folks today about Built Bar. It's the most delicious tasting protein bar on the market. The sun is shining. The the heat waves are raining down from the heavens. The grass is green, Ethan, and the beaches soon are going to be beaching. And you're going to want to be able to hang out on the beach, make sure you're in nice, great shape when you hit the water. You know, you see some ladies, you're like, hey, sorry, I'm taking but you know, it's nice to feel wanted. Why did I turn Italian? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it I've just sounds better Italian. to say that way. Yeah. Oh, uh, hey, <laughs> and, and, and Bill Barr is going to help you get there. Bill Barr is going to put you in a position to become an Italian, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, a very handsome uh, man at the beach. Um, because Bill Barr is great for the health conscious guy. And he goes, now listen, guys, uh, everybody on this podcast knows that I'm a guy on the go. I'm always, you know, running here, running there. Uh, got to eat on the on the road. And I found that Italian. Bill Bars are not, yeah, it's so uh, hard to eat eggplant parmesan when you're on the road. You hear me? I 75 is no place for a, for a chicken palm. Um, and Bill Barr. 
has helped uh, has helped me kind of solve that problem because I get all the the daily nutrients that I need. I'm not a big carb guy, and I get protein I, at the expense of very little calories, at the expense of very little net sugar, very little carbs. Uh, it's just the absolute perfect bar for me. I can eat it, feel good about myself, go about the rest of my day, and not feel uh, too overstuffed. Or uh, you know, that's on top of the fact that. All the bars are covered in 100% chocolate. All the bars are uh, soft and easy to chew. So go to BuiltBar.com right now. Use the promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off of your next order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Also got to talk to the folks today about BetOnline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football might be over, but baseball is in full swing. The NHL is in full swing. Those playoffs are coming up soon, folks. And if you want to get on the action, Bet Online is the way to do it. They even cover awards, TV shows, and reality TV. You've got real-time updated odds and props on almost anything that you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, all the scores, and all the odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit when you use our promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. To receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with our promo code locked on at Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Last kind of play in this period. The Ultimate Mock Draft 2021, presented by Lockdown and Odyssey, is happening now, featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Jason Lockenford, and Brian Baldinger. Our local experts for every team making trades and picking the next stars of their team so search the ultimate mock draft 2021 on the new odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts the odyssey is your home for all the sports podcasts and music and news that matter to you that's a-u-d-a-c-y odyssey all right boys segment three at the lockdown red wings podcast scotty my man i know you got to uh run here pretty soon so if you got to do that just just tell the people goodbye and, and ski daddle on out of here uh but we're gonna have a little fun we're gonna get a little sentimental uh, and talk about the things that we are going to try to appreciate in the moment uh, about this Red Wings season and uh, things that we're going to miss during the offseason. Who wants to start us off here? Somebody give uh, me a good one. I'll, I mean, I'll be honest. I'm going to miss the uh, – like every once in a while, you know how something's just so bad that it's just like funny? It's like, hey, man, like, like, like we talk about all the time. We've talked about line changes a lot. That's like, at some point, it just becomes amusing. It's like, all right, <laughs> like, that's like, like, how many times, truly, how many times can they lose this way? I'm honestly, because we're so not competitive still, I'm going to kind of miss like, like when we're competitive again, hopefully that's relatively soon. I'm going to look back fondly. And be like, you know what? It was kind of funny sometimes when we were in last place and it was just like, hey, like, how are we going to find a way to lose this one? And how ridiculous of a way is it going to be? I'm 100% with you on that. And even like even like the Saturday game, we were talking about it before we hopped on here. Like at, at some nights, the losing is like beyond frustrating and just like can't stomach it. And you're just mm-hmm. like, I'm so sick of this. But then other nights, like like on Saturday, uh, when they were winning one nothing despite losing the shots battle, like 41 to six, 
that was hilarious. Like that was, they were getting their ass kicked from start to finish. And it was just like, Oh, Oh, he saved it again. How did he do it? You know, like giving up uh, a hat no, trick in the first period. That's yeah, like, kind well, of no, funny. those you know are no, I mean? yeah, like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like we'll have a nice show plan. We'll be like, all right, we're going to recap this game. And then uh, next thing you know, it's like, we're not doing this. We're, we're going to talk about something else. <laughs> uh, I, I'm with you. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely the like the little um, it's right along the lines of what you guys were just saying, like the how abysmal we've been. We know that it's not I mean, we're not Buffalo. We're not going to be like this forever. Right. Thank God. Um, but it, it it really is a God. You, do you guys remember when we gave up a hat trick to a guy who's never scored a hat trick in an NHL game? In his yeah. career and we gave it up in nine minutes yeah like that is that's a period. that's a very big one also being able to watch um like jonathan bernier specifically jonathan keeping this awful team in a game night after night this dude will never get the credit because he won't be here when we're good mm-hmm. and like he's just somebody who really deserves to go down with some sort of respect on his name because he will not be here when we're going deep into the playoffs. It's sad to say, but he is without a doubt been one of the only reasons why we're not, we have not lost another five, six, seven games this year without a doubt. I'm just me being a goalie is I love paying attention to that stuff. And this guy's been lights out for this awful team for two years in a row. I'm going to miss the Thomas Grice arguments. <laughs> I was just going to – dude, Scott, you just ruined it, bro. I was going to say, to go off of that, what I'm going to miss is Thomas Grice sliding three feet to the right of his post. I, I am. I, I am genuinely going to miss staring at my phone for 20 minutes straight and seeing screenshots and cli- like two-second <laughs> clips sent every 30 seconds about overcommitments and whether they're actually overcommitments or not for like hours on end. I'm going to miss that personally. I got to hope we re-sign him. Just, just so <laughs> I know. Oh, I hope si- he is signed for. Uh, he'll be here next year. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hopefully neither of them get two, taken. Yeah. Ho- hopefully Bernier resigns and Grice doesn't get taken in the expansion draft, and then we can have this conversation again <laughs> next year. It'll be great. I'll be totally fine with that. Totally fine with it. Uh, what I'm gonna miss? I'm just gonna miss like the community of Red Wings fans. Like he. You don't like on a on a game day, you're just like on Twitter and you just like start seeing, uh, you know, people just like posting random things about the game. Like, oh, I can't wait to see Jacob Vrana tonight. You know, just like there's a there's a tangible excitement that just is completely lost when you don't get to like go to sporting events. And just like it's that feeling of like walking to the stadium or like when you're driving and trying to find a place to park and you see people in Red Wings jerseys and they're all walking the same direction. Like that sort of build up, like, you know when the Red Wings are playing in a season like this, like this has been our first full year covering the Red Wings, uh, all of us. Um, and we've, we've all been lifelong Red Wings fans, but I think, you know, we've had the ability to, to kind of tune things out when things have gone completely awry. Uh, and we didn't really have that luxury these, this last year and a half. And, and I'm kind of thankful for it because at a certain point it becomes like, it's just like your thing in your community. And like, I would notice nights on Twitter that like, Oh, Hey, where's this guy? He's not here tonight. You know, like where's that guy? And like, I just enjoy Red Wings game days, no matter how, how 
pitiful they have a chance to become because it's nice to just, you know, log on to Twitter and all your friends are in, in the same place and they're all talking about the game. And it's just, it's that nice, it's that sense of community that, uh, you know, sports is kind of built for in a way. For sure. Yeah. I, I think, uh, I think that that is something we've obviously all missed with no games and stuff. Uh, no, no fans in attendance or slowly they're trickling back in now, but um, so yeah, I, I definitely think that that's mine, mine kind of based off that. Similarly, my, my other one is, um, I'm going to miss like completely just like irrational takes. Like that's like one of my favorite things ever is just going out, like going on in the replies of the Red Wings tweets and just seeing like, just blasphemy <laughs> down yeah. there, like just absolutely ridiculous takes in there about like who should play and what should happen and stuff. I, I miss it. I love it. It's one of my favorite things. I'm going to miss the discourse around Jeff Blaschel being like being contained by the minutia of, of each day and moment, you know, like right. it, for <laughs> at a certain point, like the, the conversation trailed off with fire Blaschel and then it just went into like just ripping apart everything he did. It was, right. like, uh, you know, Henrik Zetterberg. Was that, we flying to everybody s- tweeting right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That like, video oh, is classic, <laughs> and I I saved it in my phone. And I never want to lose it. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Really, it was so oh, there was it was a great. part of like an of like the post game interviews, and he's mm-hmm. just sitting there, and he's sitting there for thirty seconds, dead silence. Let's do it for five seconds, and then he goes like this. Is everybody tweeting right now? Because <laughs> nobody was asking him a question. It's, it's it was one of the greatest absolutely hilarious. Oh wow, that's funny. We should put it out there. Uh, it just, literally no one, no one asks him anything, and then he just like was, looks around and he does yeah. like the blashful face where his eyes get really wide. Just he goes, "Uh, is everybody just tweeting?" <laughs> <laughs> it was, but it wasn't for five seconds. It was for oh no, it was 30. a very long time. <laughs> it was very great. long time. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna miss that. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, because you know why? Because in the summertime, like it's just gonna be concentrated down to that one argument of fire blasho, and it's, and I'm just gonna get so sick of it so quickly. Like mm-hmm. when, when there's specific things, you know, roster moves, uh, people losing their minds on a daily basis. You know, Matthias Brome getting sent to the taxi squad, and just like little things like that, just percolating and. It, it definitely is for too, no dude, reason. Like the whole pandemic version of this league is could be something that we lose in this next year as well. And it's like you said, with that taxi squad stuff, and it's just another moment in history that we may never have back in sports. Yeah. And I understand how ridiculous it is with not having fans there. And so, cause we guys, we may never see this ever, ever again. Yeah. It's just another little thing that I enjoy in sports. And like we brought the UFC earlier and they had fans mm. because they were smart enough to go to Florida where they can get some right. revenue from seats. <laughs> Good for them. Yes. It's like, there's just another thing that you see is slowly leaving sports and it's just stuff that we'll never see. And like, I was still, I looked, I think we have two or three games left at, at LCA this year. Mm. And I was still looking yeah. up tickets to go trying to get a good deal because I would love to see a professional sport where there are 500 fans there and you'll be right. able to yeah. hear yeah. everything on the ice. And like, that's another thing that we'll never have, but I, Hey guys, it's, it was $700. So don't, don't even love right. it. $700 for two tickets. Don't do it. <laughs> uh, I'm also going to miss Mickey and Ken. Like they, they just made like, 
that's an it's, it kind of ties into the thing I, I already said about like community and stuff but just like hopping on every night and, and seeing those two familiar faces and knowing that like even when things like got bad like they found a way to to keep the broadcast fun and uh yeah mick and you know just mick makes everything okay man he's like yeah. he's like he's For like real. everybody's grandpa he's just like he makes everything all right man you know i felt like that entire group of guys on on bali sports detroit have bali, like bali sports yeah. again uh, it's gonna take me a long time to not say fox sports it, it was like they have made it so much more fun to watch this bad team play like I, sure. I genuinely enjoy tuning in before the game to see their picks and watching them clown on each other like that makes me happy to watch Ozzy's like great. Bet- I was gonna say between the intermissions, like Ozzy yeah. in the in the in the red scarf, you know, like just having just having fun. I right. I I love sports, and I uh, this season being a little bit better for the Red Wings, like reminded me how much I love like everything surrounding the Red Wings. Uh, yep, you know, like there, it was there's really so tough much. Last year, but this year was great. For sure. Yeah. And, and like, there's so much to enjoy even when the team is not playing well. And I don't, I don't think a lot of other uh, teams in the city can really say that. Um, but anything else? Uh, That's it, man. Just going to miss the wings. Honestly. I'm going to miss the memes. So. Lots of memes. I'm going to yes. be missing out on, I'll have to yeah. become a tiger's meme guy, but. Uh, well, that's a fun situation for sure. Yeah, Definitely yeah. subject. Yourself really going to that. really going to wear out the number zero on my keyboard. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, all right. Thank you so much for everybody who tuned into this Monday episode of lockdown Red Wings. Wanted to keep it a little light, even though we did a uh, shower a little bit in the, in the middle round um, in the middle segment there. Uh, go follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Red Wings. Subscribe. Uh, it's the only way to make sure that each and every morning when you wake up, there's a new episode waiting for you. Follow each of us on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Noel Bianchi. Ethan is at Ethan Smith. And then Scotty is at Bentley Scotty. Uh, if you boys are all good, are ready to send the people off into their Monday, then uh, I will tell them same time, same place. It's your team every day. Bow. Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.